every time bus, we come into a stadium, bus. it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come there to fight every week. Let's go, bus. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who Back in Throwback Thursday edition of the program. It's Jake Myers' last day on Earth. <laughs> he is. Uh, this thing is over. I'm going to space. He's going to space with Elon. <laughs> no man. Uh, one hour left. Worth the show. A little bit less actually. Your last chance to holler at our guy, Jake, through the hotline or the text line. I promise if I'm here still that I'll do my best to bring Jake in. Um, Not just on occasion, maybe more than that, you know, maybe it could be a part of the show still. You know, what are you thinking? Yeah, man. I mean, maybe like a weekly guest. That'd be really thing. cool. Dude. I, would, I would love that. Do I have to ask your wife since she's the one who took you away from me? Uh, no, uh, you don't actually. Does she understand she, our connection, our relationship that we have, or she, not really? She doesn't need to know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she does. I won't say anything. She understands it or not really? Does she, she just think it's just like a job and like I'm just a dude who you work with? No, she gets it, especially when we were at your surprise birthday party and and when you told her that you know I was like a little brother to you, and uh, I think that's when she really kind of understood the relationship that we have. Well, I mean it. It's like you, it's it kind of like, I have two real brothers, okay? And what, my, my brother Chris, you guys, like, you guys would be bros. You kind of remind me of him. Um, it, You just, it's funny, you know? So, but I don't know, man. We spend a lot of time together every day. Like, imagine spending, I, there's probably husbands and wives who the husband comes home like at six o'clock at night. And dinner's ready, and hangs out. Hang, he hangs out with his family for a couple hours, and then like they go to bed and all that kind of stuff. So you know, it's that's we spend a lot of time together. So um, it's been an awesome ride. I knew I was lucky when um, Danny Bailey came after Kyle for like a month or two. I can't really remember what happened. And then Danny Bailey went to afternoons and you kind of slid in and like right away from day one, it was just like, I knew you had it. And for one, you knew the station, you knew me a little bit, you, you know, like we had a relationship even before that, right? You had been around for quite a long time. You kind of got it. You know, you got it. Not just, you know, you know, the sports stuff, not just the pop culture stuff, not, you know, just the sound of kind of my show. But how to go out and, you know, do, you know, we, I was always afraid and I always try to tell like the next dude, like after cellos, like tell him, you know, like Ryan didn't want it to be like the Danny and cello show, but Ryan's not like cello. It was never going to be like that. And then Kyle was never like Dover. So it was never going to be like that. And then, you know, we moved on to Benny, we moved on to Gersh and he, the, the show conformed and changed. You know, I've been saying, you know, I have a book full of the same lines that I've been saying like Irvin Joe for the last 20 years of my life, but also all the new stuff that Jake and I, you know, had come up with and created over the show over the last couple of years. It's like, look at us, right? I mean, who would have thought, you know, okay. look not us. me. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. It's an evolution, you know, and uh, this is uh, just another stage in the evolution of the show. And I'm sure it's going to keep going on strong. <laughs> I doubt it. But listen, I, I'm the best now. That I've ever been, I'm, I'm better than I was like with cello because cello and I had great radio. 
it was incredible like the magic we made together but we were two young dudes who barely knew what we were doing who weren't didn't like go to school to be in radio um who were competitive against each other He'd take stuff personal. I'd push his buttons and then you know, a little bit of vice versa, too. It was only at the end when Cello and I really appreciated each other. And even now, 10 years later, that we really like appreciated what we had. So like now I'm better now. I'm so much better than I ever was. And, um, you know, this is like this show that we do. You know, I think Danny and Cello is the most underrated radio in the history of the National Radio League. Good Irvin, Joe. I don't know. Who do I go to? Lundy. But um, what we do, what we've done here is as good as anything. I mean, like, we can't compete with D-Mac and Tyler. They're bringing off Troy Rank. Let's go to Mike Cliss, our Broncos News Insider. Oh, let's do this. Uh, bring it, like... We don't do that. But we don't do traditional sports talk radio per, per se. se. What we do, we like to call performance, performance art. art. We just happen to specialize in, in sport. sport. So, you know, <laughs> we only got two hours here. We don't got three it changes. You got third hour, it changes things. And if you got a fourth hour, you know, like altitude over there is like another hour. Um, more Avs talk. And this one, the Avs sucked, you know, when I was over there. Um, but it's like, we have done a great job. I'd put us up against anybody who, if you just came to town and you just listened to the show, the vibe, the energy, the sound of the show, that kind of stuff. I think we're as good as anybody knowing that we're on a Dollar Tree budget as compared to Lincoln Bonneville, whatever the fan monster is kind of stuff. We're and, just built different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the fan is cool and all, but some of their shows, you know, there's only one problem with them. They're, They're not, not any good. good. <laughs> Uh, let's go out to the hotline and get our guy singer-songwriter. It's Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck. Well, you took everything I said, wanted to say. So I'm sorry. Thanks a lot. See you later. You'll be, no, no. You'll be a pallbearer, though, when we carry the casket oh, of okay. Jake's career, radio hey, career, out to the... Well, I, what I think we should do, though, is just tell JJ that the parade was for Thunder Baseball. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't need to know. At that age, you don't understand that stuff. That's pretty funny. And then, then the second for the parade will be for Jake. Jake's parade today. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I'm down for that. I told yeah. him we're gonna get a get him a flow. That there's a couple from the Pride from last week that we're just gonna put a little you know, tweaks on, and then he could do, we'll just get him on one of these floats. Uh, okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> that sounds fine. Weren't Daddy. you downtown last week? I am always downtown. Oh. I'm in the down part of town. All right. I'll get down. All right. <laughs> so what else is up? Hey, I just, you know, I'm just glad that Jake has had a good upbringing and a good role model. And he'll go on to bigger and better things. He'll come back, and, and when football season starts, we'll all have a good time. I ain't worried about Jake. Jake will be fine. Yeah. Hey, how much longer you got before the kid shows up, Jake? A uh, little over a month. Wow, so you're drag racing off a cliff there. <laughs> yeah, just just a little over a month. August 3rd is the expected date. Uh, I got to tell you one thing. When he comes out, okay, of the Gina. I'm delivering it. Yeah, you are? Yeah. Well, like, you're going to be there. I'm going to help. Yeah, you're going to help. Okay, yeah. Um, it's, don't one, don't pass out. You just got to breathe. 
Two, it's a lot of hard work. I was like, I hold a leg up, and I'm like, like hold, you hold like hold a leg up. It's like a lot of hard work. Be ready for you know you guys stretch and all yeah, that kind. Of, yeah. That's why that the uh, what's that that Todd was doing, plyogenic plyometrics. But get, maybe you want to get involved in that first. But also, when the baby comes out, I promise he's not an alien. He just <laughs> looks like a little alien for a while, and then they clean him up and all that. And you're like, oh, whew, he's not an alien. She didn't well, cheat on me with, Jay, an, with one thing that's really a descendant important. of Bert Marvin the Martian. <laughs> one thing really important, Jake, don't drop him. Yeah, no promises there. He, no, he's a former Fumble receiver. He's got great hands. Okay, since it's like, you know, in football, they give you the football to walk around for every day, carry it around, make sure you don't drop it. And that's, that's my advice. I used to sleep with the football. What do you think, Chuck? Do, we, do I retire now that Jake's gone, or do I run it back? What are you thinking? Oh, we're just getting started, Danny. Really? Oh, yeah, you're going to be on the radio a lot longer than Gil. Really? Oh yeah! It's now the Danny and Chuck unless, show. Unless you go nationwide, yeah, like, Mister like, Worldwide. Yeah, there you go. But I, until then, what else are you gonna do? Nothing. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, what am I gonna do? I don't know. So Th- we're just gonna keep rolling and keep rolling. We gotta go. Rolling Tell Jake thunder. your final goodbyes. Tell him you love him. Jake. I'll see you soon. I already talked to Jake. Jake, no, me okay. and we know. We're gente. All right. Hey, peace, love, uh, acid rock. Bye. Later, buddy. Did he say acid rock? I don't know. I dig it. <laughs> I dig it, Chuck. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, let's go to break. Still got a few segments left. We'll do a little sports. We will uh, got a tidbit of NFL stuff. That Russell Wilson, man, he is everywhere. He's hugging fans in the UK. I mean, nothing, germs, all that kind of stuff. I'm not surprised. Country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. All right, Russell, let's do one more. Broncos country. Let's ride. Do a couple. Broncos country. Let's ride. Ooh, not bad. Broncos country. <laughs> let's ride. <laughs> I like how you threw your hands up like Russell on that That's what he does. I know. It's pretty funny. (laughs) All right. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. Watch us on MyHighSports.com. Back on their side. Another turning point of fork stuck in the road Sun grabs you by a rest, directs you where to go So make the best of this task and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable That's some good harmony right there Matched, uh, Why do you think we're starting our band? Why do you think our band's gonna get huge? Why do you think we're leaving Sports Talk Radio for our music careers? Okay, so Jake's last day. But real quick, while we have a few segments worth of show left, we have some tickets to give away. Three pair and a four pack. Okay. Kick off the 4th of July weekend, Saturday. Okay. With some great country music at Fiddler's Green. Okay. Check this, you guys. It's Walker Hayes 
Mitchell Tenpenny, Morgan Wade, Callista Clark, and your headliner, Chris Young. You're... Tickets are available right now at AXS.com, but if you want a pair right now, Okay, right now we'll give you a pair. And one of you guys, if you hit us up, we'll get a four pack. And here's the best part. We just need your email and we'll send you the tickets. You don't have to come down to the studio, which is literally down the street from Fiddlers, but you can't come down to the studio on Saturday. You just come um, tell Jake right now through on the text or on the hotline. First come, first serve. Walker Hayes, Mitchell Tenpenny, Morgan Wade, Calista Clark, uh, Chris Young. Saturday at Fiddlers, uh, the tickets are yours. 303-831-1340, the hotline or the text line. Maybe we'll mention this one more time before the end of the show. What were you going to say, Jake? Oh, we got a couple of texts from our guy, F. Lewis. He okay. says, Jake, give us a parting no-score first-inning parlay, one game for each year with you uh, <laughs> you with MHS. So that's a five-leg parlay uh, for first-inning draws. I'll uh, I'll get to that uh, at the end of the show. Uh, That's pretty also, funny, he says, uh, Nate, pay the man his money. Pay him. I mean, for real. Pay that man his money. And he also says, uh, Jake, personal, uh, you taught me everything I know about participating in sports radio. I owe my entire career, air quotes, on MHS to you. Damn. So grateful. Happy trails. That's from F. Lewis? Yeah. Class act. Good dude. Appreciate him. Uh, okay. Had a few things I wanted to mention. If you're on social anywhere, probably if you're just watching the, you know, CBS four, nine news or whatever you do, you'll see all the video right now of the preparation for the parade. looks pretty good. looks like they got in order pretty nice downtown. looks like there's plenty of spots for even the six, 700,000 people to go find a spot to see this thing that starts at Union Station, makes its way down Civic Center, all that kind of stuff. It's a long route. So um, there's plenty of spots where you can get, um, you know, up close and see, even if you're not at the what might feel like the home stretch of Civic Center Park. You just got to be crafty and be smart um, with your getting around town there. But they put the Norris Trophy right on the wrong fire truck and they had to kind of stop and they put on the truck that kale mccarr was not on so they had to kind of stop and the firemen were handing the trophy down to some dude who had to go you take it to another fire truck. that was just a little bit ago i thought that was kind of funny how do you not know which fire truck is the right fire truck well if it's my trophy i'm gonna carry it myself yeah i wouldn't if i'm kale mccarr you know i'm just gonna keep that with me and be like now nah, yeah, it's the mine you don't gotta touch day? it yeah because i'm the winner of the north seems kind of heavy right well again Heavy lie the crown. Is that what they say? I think. Uh, peace be thy journey. Um. <laughs> I'm seeing all kinds of like, you know, cardboard cutouts of players on. Are you? That's uh, cool. Yeah. I want to see some people's signs. You know, marry me, Landy. <laughs> Is that the sign that you already built? No, I had to. He's married. Turns out he's married and has a kid. So. I revamped. It Sweet. says, marry me, Kale. Uh, I mean, he's only 23. Yeah. He's got a piece, though, right now. Dime piece. Word on the street. I look real good today. I mean, when you get the Hobie Baker, the Calder, the Norris, the Conn Smythe, and a Stanley Cup, I think you're going to have a dime piece. Well, he went an MVP 
a Hart Trophy in his career? Hmm. When's the last defensive player to win MVP? That's the real question. Uh, let's check this out. Uh, okay, let me see. Hart Trophy is the most valuable player. I know that. Let's see these winners here. I got it. You ready? Yes. Okay, I'm going. Uh, we're going back in time. Let's see here. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Going back to Cali. Cali. Styling. Profiling. Okay. I'm going to go winners of this thing. Uh, I'm going to see a center, 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 right wing, left wing, center, right wing. Goaltender, Carey Price in 2014 and 15. Still doesn't count. Crosby, 13-14. Center, right wing, center, left wing, center, center, right wing, center. Goaltender, uh, center. Finally, I found one. In the 1999-2000 season, Chris Pronger... Uh, defenseman for the Blues, who they won back-to-back um, Norris trophies, two different players from the Blues back then. I remember because I was in high school. Um, he's the last defensive player. It's over 20 years ago to win the Norris trophy. Or, I'm sorry, the Hart trophy. Uh, before wow. that, it was Bobby Orr who did it in 1971. It was 30 years before that. And he won three straight MVPs. From 69 to 72, three straight defensive MVP awards. And then as I'm going even further back. 40s. The 40s. Babe Pratt, who I've never heard of, who played for the Maple Leafs, was a defenseman. And then Eddie Goodfellow. I'm sorry, Ebby with B's. Ebby Goodfellow was a defenseman. Eddie Shore and Babe Sabrit in the 30s. So while it's kind of doesn't happen... It's only happened one time in modern hockey, and I consider like post-1970 modern hockey. Once we wear masks as goaltenders, it was probably modern hockey. Not to say that Bobby Orr wasn't a real player and all that in the 60s. He was. He was a really good player. Bobby Orr won his his heart trophies in the 70s. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I I agree with you. You can go back to the 60s and say that then. But again, there's since, you know, there's been two guys to win defensive, uh, to two defensemen to win uh, MVPs, the heart trophy, and... 60 years. Well, here's the thing. Um, I noticed a trend. One in the 70s. One in the 90s. That's a 20-year clip. Okay. Well, it's been 20 years. It's been 20 plus years. I like that. Kale McCarr is the reincarnation of Bobby Orr. That's where you got it. This guy is Bobby Orr as coming from Wayne Gretzky, who's the greatest of all time. So if that's the case, then I say Kale McCarr wins a heart trophy. I think he does. But also, if he did, now we know how monumental that would be, right? Now we know how really, truly, madly, deeply special that that would you know, very much be. So could it happen? Yeah, absolutely. I think the value on Kale McCarr is through the roof right now. And the way that this guy's looked at is um, maybe going to transcend a little bit. Maybe going to bring defensive players to the forefront of value in this kind of, you know, narrative and this kind of conversation so yeah that's what i gotta say about that yeah i mean if anybody if any defenseman's gonna do it it's it's gotta be kale mccarr i don't see anybody else even coming close to winning the i mean let alone another norris i mean kale kale's gonna run that award for the next five years all right let's go to break come back with two segments left worth the show I'll, I mean we have a show tomorrow 
I think Danny Bailey will be here. I guess. I mean, I don't know if I'll be here. I won't emotionally or mentally be here. Well, that's because it's a Friday. To begin <laughs> that's true. My physical body might be here, and I am, you know, happy to have Danny Bailey, who I really, really like a lot, who is a, a real friend and a really, really good guy. And a hooper. And a hooper, too. Not a pooper. And he's got long hair. And he's got the OG original flowing locks, blonde flowing locks. I told you when I was at um, Whole Foods and he reached over and he was getting a watermelon, I was like, damn, girl. What it do, baby? Yeah. And then to Danny Bailey turned around with the mustache and I was like, goo. What it do, baby? Yeah. I was like, Yamaha, it's Fright Night. Because I'm not into dudes. Per, per se. se. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful hair. Whoa. All right. Danny and Jake Smiley Sports. Let's dance in style. Let's dance for a while. Heaven can wait. We're only watching the skies. Dang. Hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Coldplay? Are you gonna drop the bomb or not? Mr. Hudson. Let us and Jay-Z. Haven't heard this one in a minute. Me too. Power, but we never say never. And Jay-Z? No crazy. Not bad. 10.33 a.m. The Mahai City. We're live from... The Tech Center. Also, real quick, I mentioned have tickets to Fiddler's Green for you guys. If you would like them, give us a call or give us a text. It's Chris Young headlining, Walker Hayes, Mitchell Tenpenny, Morgan Wade, and Callista Clark. Or you can get two or you can get four tickets. You just got to give us a call, 303-831-1340, and we will hook you guys up. Um, all we need is your email. You don't have to come pick these things up, and we'll just digitally, electronically uh, send them to you. So, okay, let's uh, go out to the hotline, get our guy, a mayhem icon. It's Gerald. Hey, G. Hey, uh, my email is triple D at bigd.com. <laughs> Do you really want these tickets? No, what are they for? I didn't even hear. You just, I heard email. It's Walker Hayes, Mitchell oh, Tenpenny. Yeah. Yes, I want those. Morgan those Wade, are. Callista Clark, and your headliner, Chris Young. Oh, yeah. I want those. Okay. Well, we're going to stay on the line after we're done, and Jake will hook your ass up with some. Uh, it's awesome because we're going to be Jake less. I know. Uh, Jake might so, be on the stage like Peyton for these guys. You know, Peyton Manning goes to the country, uh, and he's like, yeah. you know, he's like, the devil went down to Georgia, and he was looking for a soul. So Jake might do some of that. You should see, you yeah. should hear Jake's barbecue stain on his white T-shirt. Baby, lock them yeah. doors and turn, turn them, them lights down, down low. Turn the music soft and slow. Okay, oh. let's go. So what, what's hey, up? Uh, hey, uh, no, I'm just leaving um, an event where I uh, saw a bunch of young good soccer players but mm -hmm. um hey i was going to ask you guys this question because i know you are big nugget fans mm -hmm. how far are, the nuggets are not even close to ever getting to where the broncos rapids and abs are right um they never been i mean like if you mean win it no, all no no they're not they're not close today or Ah, uh, damn. It depends what you mean close. They're really good. The Nuggets are a really, really good team. 
champion. They have to win it all. That's what I'm getting. Well, at. yeah. Can they win it all? Uh, I think the Nuggets could have a chance to win it all this next season. And I'd say yeah, there's a lot of injuries. I'd say there's probably like eight teams in the NBA or seven teams who would have a chance to really win it all, and the Nuggets would qualify as one of those teams. I would say that. Where where are the Nuggets compared to the Warriors? Where are the Nuggets as compared to the Warriors? A um, healthy Nuggets team, I would say, is not too I'd far I'd say from the, the Nuggets would are the if the Warriors are a ten, the Nuggets are an eight and a half. Hmm. But ever, so is everybody else. No one, no one's like a nine. Phoenix is th- taking a step back. Phoenix isn't a nine. You know, I think Utah. Utah's not a nine. They're like a seven now. They lost their coach. They're going to probably trade Gobert. They're in a mess of a, a situation. The Clippers are very interesting. Not sure what to, you know, what I think about those guys. Memphis. Um, up and coming. Traded a piece or two away. Maybe caught lightning in a bottle. I'm not sure. Again, that team with without John Morant. Remember, they won like every game, and then they weren't so good with John Morant in certain stretches of the playoffs. You might start to get some of that lip service stuff. I think he's a great player, but he's, again, he's so unique of a player he's probably kind of hard to play along with he's not like Luca, where you got to be ready to catch and shoot and kind of play alongside him it's different so yeah there's some of that cool all right well that's what i wanted to know i don't know where, what your take was on that and i wanted to sit back and be a listener for once and well not, so. t- tell jake bye and you care about him yeah and i'll uh, give him my email and uh i got some um some rapid tickets for you sometimes so i'm down to go that let's do that yeah for uh for sure so all right all right let everybody stay on okay bye let's go back out to the hotline get our guy jerry hey jerry are you there what's up (sighs) i don't know man i got no (laughs) i got no jake heartbroken huh yeah i'm heartbroken i kind of really am i don't know what to do i don't know i'm gonna do it's not you know cool dude He's one cool dude. He is. He is one cool dude. I'm telling you, any other like radio guys thinks that they're such a big star that they could just work with a monkey back there pushing a buttons or a robot. I'm not. I can't. I'm not as good without Jake. I'm crushed. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't know, man. I'm like, we'll come in tomorrow and next week maybe for you and for you know, for Gerald and for F. Lewis and for Juan and for <laughs> Noy. I swear. Other than that, it's like... You know, if I knew you guys weren't all out there, and you, you know, then I'd probably be bailing, too. I really don't have an answer, Jerry. I'm sad, bro. Oh, Jake. See? See what Jake does? <laughs> He's a guy's guy, isn't he? I'm a great guy. See what Jake does, he said. I knew he shouldn't have bought that $48,000 car. I knew it. Hey, man, it was only... Thirty. That's that's why I don't like Three. to give you my uh, my prop bets because then you win and then you get ridiculous I with know. your cash and I'm like, dude, that I've never won plan. a bet with Jerry's <laughs> my prop bets. He said, with Jerry's advice, I've never won a bet. Jerry's been close a couple times. Dude, the only one I missed was Gaethje. That was the only one I missed. That's the only one I've ever missed. <laughs> yeah, but, but we put all our money on Gaethje. Yeah, we don't right. pay no money now. You guys put all your money on that boxer, uh, Canelo. No, I put all my money on Logan Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Lost all your money on Chris Paul, Logan Paul. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah, so, all right, Jake. I just wanted to tell you, uh, peace out, my man. Peace out, Rabbit. Stay safe out there and make good decisions. You already know.
Thanks, Jerry. Need, hey, I'm gonna need you next week if Jake ain't here. I don't even. I'm gonna have like 30 minutes worth of material, and I need you guys to call and talk. Oh, so. you know, I'm, I'm gonna have some good stuff too. All right. Fourth of July, it's Independence Week. It's a short week. Oh yeah. Probably make some money on Adesanya. Oh, dude, it's gonna be nice. All right. I like the way. You, hey, you got a pretty mouth, and you talk like that. <laughs> All right. Peace out, Robin. Later, Jerry. You know, he's right. Adesanya could make you some money this weekend. Uh, it's going to be a nice little UFC card we got. Yeah, we're due for one, I think. We could talk about it, take a look at it, maybe set up a break here on time as usual, and then we will come back with the full final segment. Jake's last. Uh, last call on these Chris Young, Walker Hayes, Mitchell Tampani, Morgan Wade, and Callista Clark tickets. If you want them, we'll give you some, but you're running out of opportunities. Uh, all we need is your email, and you just got to call us, 303-831-1340, or text Jake right now. Last call for alcohol. It's Molly Sports. This song makes me cry. It hits you right in the field. <laughs> You know I love Jake so. Final segment of the show. Final segment of our show that we do alongside Jake for the last couple years. Kind of sad about it. What are you feeling like, Jake? You sad at all? Mm. You know, uh, (laughs) these last couple years with you, Danny, uh, they've been phenomenal. And uh, I'm feeling bittersweet. Yeah, you know, bittersweet surrender. Bittersweet. Yeah, that's that's the perfect word because yeah. uh, you know, moving on to other things, a new new chapter in my life. But I will never forget the times that we've had well, on this show. You're a young, young, young dude, okay? But you've done so much in this game already, okay? I've worked with a lot of guys who I would never tell this to in a million years because I don't believe it to be true, okay? You could do anything you want in this game. You could produce at the fan and which would turn into executive produce, which could eventually turn into some night show fill in stuff. And you can do this. Okay. You were what you do back there. You know, like I always say, like Scott DeHuff, who's kind of they got ran out of the game a little bit. He's like one of the greatest producers ever of all time. Josh Dover has some of that crossover kind of stuff. And Kyle really could have, you know, with some therapy, been one of those guys as well. Not every guy can do that kind of stuff. You have like the ability to be like one of the greatest behind the scenes guys ever who also can do both. And I think that's how it kind of works a little bit for a lot of guys. I mean, Mike Evans was pushing buttons for a long time doing that kind of stuff. You know, that's sometimes that's how you, you know, DMAC grinded and grinded was like a FM sidekick dude, you know who found himself at the right place at the right time. You know, the our job, the, the job that we have is kind of a lucky job, but luck is when what, Jake? Opportunity and preparation, preparation. have sex and, you know, that's, yeah. So you're like the boxing thing, you know, you got your boxing thing, you got your play-by-play stuff that you're going to do, and you already kind of, you know, are doing a little bit of stuff. You're already doing a little bit of stuff in another another spot. So you're definitely not out of the game and not getting out of the game. But I don't want you to ever think like because like, 
you're in your 20s and you're not hosting your own drive time show like some guys think that it what wouldn't going to happen for you because it's just a matter of time it would just be a matter of time before you to pay your dues and to go on to like do anything you would really want to do the play-by-play stuff all that stuff i think you're a very very talented dude those are some very kind words danny i appreciate every every uh every word of it and you know i i do want to come back in the game you know yeah i will be back you know this is hopefully just going to be temporary Uh, just you know and and i'm going to do like a little podcast you know i'm still going to do play-by-play yeah um you know and I'll still be in the game somewhere. No doubt about it. I mean, you are at another spot already. So, you right. know, I would say, you know, hang on to that. Don't let go of that, you know. Um, we will, um, you know, we'll have our day again, I think. I believe that. Let's go out to the hotline, get our guy, a mayhem icon. It's Max Payne. Hey, Max Payne. Hey, man, what up? What's going on? Nothing, you know, I just wanted to, uh, I'm just glad I got in last segment. You know how it is. If I don't call before Chuck and Gerald, I'll never get on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just take Jake. You know what? We're going to miss you, bro. It's been all good. Uh, I really wanted to come in, you know, bring burritos or do something like everyone else does. But I was under the knife last week, and uh, I'm on to recouping now. How you feeling? I'm feeling better. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I'm feeling better. Recovering nicely. All right. Well, tell Jake good luck and all that kind of stuff, and we'll miss him. And you know, nothing's nothing's forever. Who knows? That's right. And you know, I just I have a lot of fond memories of talking on the radio with uh, you know Todd Burnham and you guys and Jake and uh, Jeff Gersh. You know, we were sipping on our chai lattes, eating pastries, listening to Holland. Oh my, Holland notes. <laughs> Yeah, good times, good times. Well, thanks, Max Payne. All right, Jake. Be careful. Take it easy. Keep in touch. Peace out, and go sports. Later, buddy. Later. Go sports, he said. We got a bunch of texts to get Let's to. Let's do it. Uh, we got one from Noit. He says, hell of a producer and am, and am even better dude, Jake. Uh, thanks for making the show fun and not letting Danny slander Kendrick. Uh, anytime, Noit, I'll stick up for Kendrick all the time, and you're a great dude as well, man. I appreciate it. Okay. NDC Danny says, what is a higher count, producers for Smile High Show or Taylor Swift boyfriends? Whoa. <laughs> I can make a bad guy good for a weekend. Actually, I can't. I just can't get him to stay. Uh, we got... Uh, another one from NDC, Danny. He says, tickets might be a good distraction for MJ, but I missed the information about them. Sorry. Um, well, we still got three pairs Let's of tickets them. to Let's give out. Let's just send it to him because they'll use them. His daughter will use them. They'll use them. Danny, And then I got one more here. That's, so they're kind of gone. So we'll give Danny a pair. I got one more here. And then... Uh, F. Lewis says uh, he has a neighbor that keeps him alive, and he uh, wants to give them uh, to him. Okay, then well. do it. Give F. Lewis, and then we're good. No more. All right, that's it. All right. No more tickets. No more tickets. Sorry, player. Um, oh, we got one more text. Okay. Uh, Dirty Mike and the boys. Mm. I love these guys. Me too. Uh, he says, <laughs> Jake, stop the show. <laughs> We're going to miss you, bro. Not many people can capture the energy that is the Smile High morning show, but you did and added to it every day. Best of luck, home slice. Congrats on the baby and the sex. Oh, well. 
Um, thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna miss you too, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot's happened over the couple of years that we've worked together, and you know, this it's I, I kind of always say, man, I don't know how, what would it be like to do sports talk radio like in Phoenix or like in Ohio every single day. But in Denver, it's great because of our teams, our fan base, kind of the energy of, you know, the people itself, just kind of, you know, everything that um, we got here, man. This is a, one of the best sports towns in the whole country. And, you know, we've had a good, good run. I wouldn't have changed anything. Uh, again, Mark Jackson and Jeff Gersh, you know, um, move on and we kind of just have each other and i didn't know what that was gonna be like and then i thought we made beautiful music together so uh yeah that's it so i'd like you man we'll we'll see you know who knows maybe i'll jake pat we'll have you back on here you know next to me on the mic next week or the week after we really don't know but um any dad advice you need or any questions about that i already told you the baby when it com comes out is not an alien right they'll right. clean him up and he'll be okay you just you know go. um you know i mean i guess maybe just like when the baby's actually there and you're going home you know uh you know what's what's the number one thing that if somebody would have told you it would have changed the way you you know your thought process on on raising a kid would be here's what i would say once, like, the baby's at home and the baby's, like, up two, three, four, five times a night or sleeping really good, um, you know, sometimes that baby need, like, a formula, you know. So we had some kids that, you know, Gio was, like, an early baby, so he was, like, on a formula and the boob combo. You, if you just, like, get up and help, change the diaper, get the baby out of the crib, change the diaper, and then just hand the baby over to your wife and let her do her thing, that's a big help. It's those little things like that. Like, you can't be sleeping so, so good and her and the baby be up. I mean, there might be a night or two. She'll give you some. There'll be some exceptions and exemptions there. But um, you just got to do all those little extra things at first because that's oh, not at first. Even now with, like, Geo, it's kind of hard. But it's that's I would say that would be some a bit of information I would give to you. Okay, good. I'll, I'm, I'm, I've taken that to heart. And I'll keep that in mind. Uh, it, it reminds me, actually, because, you know, you know, a pregnant wife doesn't sleep too well. And no, no. She, uh, she told me the other day, she was like, man, I hate seeing you sleep so well. Ooh, and I'm just uh -oh. tossing and turning. I'm just like. That's not good. Ooh. So you should say, do you want me to go get you raisin canes <laughs> or some ice cream or anything? I just want to punch you in the face. <laughs> There's a lot of that is going to be that like the no sleep thing. And then like, I think something happens to like, you have a baby in you inside of your body, like an animal. Right. And then the baby's not in you anymore and your body, all that kind of stuff. So I'm not going to say women get a little crazed. I'm just going to say a lot of things are happening in their bodies. So if she's mean to you and you want to come running back to me. I'll be there for you. But I'd also, she probably didn't mean most of the mean things she said. Yeah, of course. Uh, but I got to pay this off for yeah. F. Lewis. I got a five-leg parlay for uh, first-inning draws on today's action. Minnesota Twins, Cleveland Guardians, Shane Bieber's on the mound. I expect a shutout first inning for him. Uh, Atlanta Braves, Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Nola taking on Anderson. Uh, Severino and Garcia for the Yankees and Astros. Um, and lastly, the final two Reds Cubs, they can't hit a lick and the athletics and the Mariners with Gilbert 
and Martinez on the mound. So that's my five-leg parlay. Ten pays about 128. All right, Jake. Um, that's it. That's the whole show. I, what's up with Danilo? He's off today. He's downtown at the okay. parade, making some content down there. So you're gonna be you got a couple more shows to do today, or what's the rest of your day? I'm gonna have a nice hour off, get some lunch, and then uh, do Gill, and then I'm done for the day. All right. So you'll have Jake through Gill. Jake, I really appreciate you, buddy. You've been awesome. We had a great run together. You're like a little brother. More than that, I wish you the best. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. See you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. Yeah. I know who I want to take me home.